Hello there, I'm Karen Marsdale and I'm President and CEO of the Greater Reading Chamber of Commerce and Industry and welcome to Member Spotlight. With me today is Kim Lotus from Barbie Electronics Corporation. And welcome, Thank Kim. Thank you. So it's glad, I'm glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. So, you know, we just, in, the, in just a few moments, and I know about your company, and I'm aware um, that when we say electronics um, corporation, it could just mean a lot of different things. Okay. And um, there's one very special thing, which I want to congratulate you publicly, that you're celebrating your 100th anniversary which is a huge milestone. And so there's a story right there, I know. Um, so where do we want to start? Do you want to talk about um, who started the company? Because I know it's a family-owned sure, business. Sure, we can do that. Um, George Barbie started the company back in 1916 okay. and uh, started selling battery and ignition parts. Not sure what ignition parts are, but that's okay. okay. Uh, and he actually started the first uh, radio station that was supposedly in Reading, WBBD. And now the, that's a bit of history. Yeah, that I, wow. I can't prove it, but it's in the newspapers article, okay. so it's got to be true. And um, you know, as technology continued to change, radios, televisions, he just moved on in that field huh. and um, brought his son into the business in the '30s. And uh, they began repairing televisions and radios. Interesting. Yeah. And then um, eventually he decided, why don't we just stock the parts to do this and we'll hire or employ um, other repairmen. Okay. That maybe, I think there were also other companies that, sure. you know, they just bought the parts from Barbies and uh, moved on that direction. So that was a very, that was, that was probably a really smart move yeah at a point in time when others weren't thinking that progressively right about why don't we do this and then we can farm out the actual repair mm -hmm. to someone else yeah, yeah. okay so yeah. continue the story so um i have to remember all of it sure. um they continued you know selling to the repairmen in the 40s they started um installing sound systems I feel from what I've heard from other people in the county that they probably put in a sound system in every church or school oh, district in Reading. Um, people would call uh -huh. us and be like, um, we have this sound system and it's got your name on the back of it. What oh we my do? goodness. So they went from a lot of the TV and radio repair mm -hmm. into the sound system um, arena. And then when um, Carl took over from um, George in the 60s, George passed away. Um, he decided to get involved with consumer products. Okay. So we have these really awesome catalogs from the 50s and 60s selling coffee pots and... Oh, um, my goodness. You know, the speakers that you would put in your pillow to listen to music, you know, when you were going to sleep. And just uh, really interesting things. Lionel Trains. Um, My goodness, that was a stretch from, 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 the, from the TV repairman. Yeah, yeah. So he delved into the consumer arena, and then uh, eventually things moved into the industrial electronics. Okay. So my dad um, took over in 1979 from Carl. And Carl was? George's son, the founder's okay. son. Okay. So we've got now one, two, three generations yes. going into yeah. with your dad. Yes. And uh, then we really changed the focus to industrial electronics. So um, that's pretty much where we are today, too. But we were talking a little bit, a, a bit, a bit before we went on air about the fact that um, you mentioned Cincinnati. So mm -hmm. um, 
how how did that come about? You're, okay. you're growing um, the company, growing, being being um, birthed in Berks County. County right. We, uh, we're involved with a buying group called the Genie Group. They're located in Franklin, Tennessee, and it's a lot of small family-owned businesses like ourselves. So one of in them, the electronics in the electronics okay. parts industry. Yeah, and um, one of them was looking to retire. Okay. And since our family's from Ohio, I think for dad it was a way of saying, oh, let's, you know, get back to our roots. And so he acquired the company uh, United Radio Incorporated. Oh, and, interesting. Um, and that's when we opened that office. Okay. So that gives us the ability where we um, sell in the Mid-Atlantic region, the Midwest, mm-hmm. and the South Atlantic is our primary focus. We'll sell anywhere, but that's our sure, primary areas. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, a hundred years, and I know that um, uh, recently, or you know, within the last few years, we we had a speaker um, at the chamber. We've we've um, created a family business alliance for family mm-hmm. family-owned businesses like Barbie, and um, we had a, a gentleman from um, Hatfield Meats, mm-hmm. um, uh, Phil Clemens, and I think when his 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 family's business turned 100. He really took a look and said, and they just had so many employees that were family mm-hmm. uh, that were family. Mm. Um, that how were they going to work? How were they going to move into the next hundred years? Yeah. And I know that you. We just talked earlier that um, that you're into the fourth generation, mm-hmm. um, and your son is now working in the business mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't sound like you got. Um, Dozens of family members, which is probably good. <laughs> but what do you what do you, what do you see, um, or what does your dad see and you see? Um, and you're the vice president um, of the future. Well, as technology changes, I mean, it's it changes every day, oh my so gosh. it does make it really difficult. Um, there's still manufacturing. There's still mm-hmm, absolutely people building products that need electronic components. Sure. So there's that's always going to be there. But we're trying to um, diversify a little bit and uh, grow our value-added business. And that's we're making cable assemblies. We're building battery packs, uh, indicator lights, um, just something for a manufacturer that maybe they don't want to do anymore. Okay. They, they need this product to build their product but they maybe want to get away from doing it in-house. And so they're looking to send it out to someone else. So you, like um, family before you, are looking at ways of, you know, how do we, you know, what are we delivering? Um, Do we, we we need to keep thinking about change Mm -hmm. and being nimble in our business or else Mm -hmm. suddenly we can turn around and we can be obsolete. Right, exactly. So I'm sure it's it's, it's a challenge. How many employees do you have? Uh, Ten. Okay. Small. That that small is, but mighty. That's no. That's <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting how companies can be um, as sustainable and strong, and mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to have this big huge workforce. No, you don't. So, how many people are employed in Pennsylvania, and how many are in actually in Ohio? Uh, we have eight people in Pennsylvania, okay. and two in Ohio. Okay, so interesting, yeah. interesting. So, so what do you? How how did you feel growing up in a family business? Well, my parents actually moved here while I was in college. Oh, so my. I moved 
you know, I graduated from college and, you know, usually you come home and you're, everyone's graduated and your friends are there and you're all getting jobs and I'm like, I don't know anybody here. Yeah, that was so, a little unfair. Yeah, it was a little odd, but yeah. uh, you know, it turned out to be a good thing. So uh, I uh, was taking quilting classes with my mom. And uh, <laughs> you were really trying to fill the time. Yeah, yeah like, i got to find something to do. So uh, anyways, you know, it worked out. I, um, you know, it wasn't a family business then, but it has been for me ever since because sure. I've been there since 82. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. Um, and what positions have you held and what is your area of expertise? Okay, well, I, you know, started out at the switchboard and I worked in the warehouse and made my way into sales, purchasing, do a little accounting, you know. Well, that's, I think that's the, the best way to grow. Yeah. Um, to know, to a know little the, bit of everything. To know the business yeah. from, and I know a lot, many family businesses who do this, you know, really deliberately to ensure that those who are coming along behind them know the importance of every po possible piece of the business, yeah, which yeah. I think is, is really wonderful. And, and, you know, really family businesses are um, the, the backbone as our small businesses of mm -hmm. our economy. That's where the growth is and that's where we want to keep, um, you know, encouraging people and as a resource, um, the chamber mm -hmm. being a resource for... Oh, big for, resource. So we really appreciate, you know, yeah. and thank you for that saying that we're a big resource because oh, we, we sometimes I, feel like, oh, we're doing a lot of heavy lifting and oh, I'm hoping no. that it's really helping. I really enjoy the big focus on small business meetings. Wonderful. And um, I'm in a peer group and uh, the Family Business Alliance. Oh, um, wonderful. I, I enjoy wonderful. those. I learn a lot. So for all of you listening, you know, if you're a family business and you're not in a peer group, you need to call the chamber yes. because it really does. I've heard that so often yeah. from, from, from other family businesses. Well, it's been a pleasure, Kim, to talk thank to you. you. And, and again, Congratulations Thank on a hundred years. That's great, and you know what? It, it sounds like you're you're primed and ready for the next moving forward. At least the next few decades. There How's we that? go. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. So thanks for being with us today. Thank you. And thank you, folks, for listening and viewing. Take care. <laughs>